honestly, as much as I hate Blake, I cannot wait to meet his family because I literally have no information about who this man is. Yeah, and I just am like, how, why are you the way that you are? Hello, everyone. Hi, Emily. Hi, Tara. So today I have two fabulous guests as Kayla is on vacation. So I have, again, we're welcoming back our producer, Tara Llewellyn is here on the podcast. And then we have first time viewer of The Bachelorette and first time guest on the podcast, Tara and I's dear friend and Kayla's dear friend, James Collins is here joining us. Hi, everyone. How are we? We're so so happy you're here. I can't even explain it. I'm thrilled. It's one step closer to my reality television dreams. We love a blind watch. Like we love love a blind watch. I was actually invested. So I can't wait to get into it. Great. Let's get into it. You watched on a good week. It finally got, it's been interesting for the last few weeks, but it was really interesting tonight. If you had watched like first episode, you would have been like, I don't like this at all. So listen, the arcs were there. The character development was there. We have a, this is a Real seen. Housewives fan, so you are, I feel like this is a great medium for you. Absolutely. Listen, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. And, I'm thrilled to branch out. And we watched together, so like, I I made sure he has all the same opinions as me on everyone, and so <laughs> sure, you have to. I've really influenced like everything that's going to happen, but no. Did you uh, give him was- any like backstory at all? No backstory, but while we were going, it was like, that, that guy- Blake Moynes, I hate. And then Brendan, none of us have ever seen Brendan before. So this is going to be interesting. I don't think I've I've yet seen Brendan. I'm I'm not not. sure. Can I tell you that the moment I arrived in the episode, because just so you guys know, I I had a prior commitment. I missed the first 30 minutes. So we're really going to have James and Emily recap the first 30. But when I walked, I opened the episode at the moment where Brendan was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And I was like, I don't either. <laughs> there was I don't know tweet. why I'm still here. I'm like, same. I don't either. The best tweet I saw tonight was, can't wait for Katie to finally meet Brendan tonight. <laughs> that shit got me. That was funny as hell. Whoever tweeted that, I'll credit you. It was funny 1, as hell. 1,000%. We will post I it. I was like, yeah. Because like they never have. Um, so anyway. <laughs> so yeah, with that said. We start the episode, it's all the guys talking as they do in the house. And, you know, Brendan says, I need time with Katie. And we're like, yeah, we literally know. We do not know who you are. Like, no, we've never met never you. Been on I don't know who you are. I thought that you and um, James were the same person for like six weeks. I really didn't know. Literally so same. We start with that. You don't look anything alike. And then we get the one-on-one date card comes in and they're all talking. And of course, Mike and Brendan are the two that have not had one-on-ones. So they're both like, I need a one-on-one before hometowns. Like I got to make my mark. Date card comes in. It's Greg. Greg gets his second one-on-one. As predicted by Hunter. (laughs) Right. Yeah. As predicted by Hunter. Rip. And so neither Mike nor Brendan get the one-on-one and both of them are obviously upset because it's like, damn. So then only what, if, if one of them gets it, which at this point, it's like, maybe Blake will get it. Like, we don't know. Yeah, so, she's going to give a second one-on-one to somebody who she's already pretty confident in. That's why I was surprised to see, you know, in hindsight, because I didn't watch it in real time, that Greg got it. Because I was like, Katie, I, well, I get that you want to spend more time with him, but like, you've literally never met Brendan. Mike P is a virgin. Like, come on. Why are they still right. here if you're not going to spend time with them? Give us Sorry. the conversations if you're not going to, If you, yeah, give us the And moment. she's so, like that. She is there. not the kind of person who like, like keeps people around for no reason. Once she's done, she's like, get out. So that's why I was she like, isn't. huh. And unfortunately really it takes, it takes a little bit further into the episode for that side of her to show. So we get the Greg one-on-one. She shows up to the one-on-one wearing a Gildan t-shirt. We talk shit about her style a lot on here and it's mean. And I feel bad because she's acknowledged that she's not very fashionable. This was her worst look. She showed up and I was like, she looks like a kid showing up to camp. Like when they have designated oh, camp God. colors. Like I was like, this is not it. And we know I don't like a lot of the looks she's had. This look 
like really nail in the coffin for me. It was like a fruit of the loom t-shirt. Yeah, truly. She, yeah. but I love her, um, her gowns. Her gowns are amazing. Like whenever she turns out a look for a cocktail party, I'm like, yes, but it's her casual looks. Her casual looks are really questionable. Yeah. We've yeah. seen a lot of buttonflies. We've seen a lot of like, and not who has even, the time. Who has the time for a button? Who has the time? That's what I'm saying. And it's like not constant. I. Really big jackets for no reason because she's like a really petite girl. It's she's so petite, but wears very oversized jackets. We'll never understand. Very but weird. We are. So anyway, so she shows up in a Gildan t-shirt. Everyone's confused. She and Greg are throwing fish at each other. Okay. Oh, sh- I, I need wow. to backtrack. No, backtrack. Go. Because they sh- you say they show up. They show up running and jumping. And that was my first audible gasp of the night. Because why are we running and jumping? There's too much. There's, there's too much effort in that. Uh, I, 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 me coming in, I don't know what their relationships like, but they can't know each other that well. Where she could just run into his arms like that, it, it just doesn't seem right. Welcome to the Bachelor franchise. If every date doesn't have a run and jump, they actually will cancel the show. They actually will call it off yeah. and cancel the contracts and get a new bachelorette. Actually, yeah. that's actually how Tasha Tasha became bachelorette because Claire one time didn't do a run and jump, and they said, "And that was oh, it. No, you're out of here. Shut it down." Bachelorette. No, yeah, run and jump is a very classic, but I totally know what you mean because I, I once again for the second time was nominated for this show tonight <laughs> on this evening. Uh, everybody send thoughts and prayers up uh let's get emily cast okay trend it hashtag get emily cast on the bachelor god forbid i ever do a run and jump i don't have time it's tiring i don't and i don't it's also just so tired like we see it every it's not unique let's let's retire it let's retire the run and jump let's do like a run and salsa or something interesting yeah a run run and salsa yeah keep it interesting it feels yes it feels very try hardy and she's not the to try hard she has the power here agree she so, does but it's it happens every power. time and honestly if it was more interesting i really do think that it should be a challenge like it should be like a run jump and like they like flip her around <laughs> their bodies and then like, like catch her and only so many people can do some that. artistry would be nice yeah yeah do i would like a little shake. flare do do the full handshake from the parent trap. Like yes, you it, it, yeah, it, like absolutely. Something. If you can't Give do the full handshake from the parent trap, I don't want to see you. I don't want to see you on the show. If I were ever the bachelorette and they couldn't do the full handshake from the parent trap, eliminated night one. Eliminated. Yeah, no rose. It's what? backflips and that. Those are my two tests. Neither of those happen. You're going home in the limo. <laughs> my season would be five episodes long because I would eliminate like twenty-five <laughs> guys night one. We have very hard five questions like here. it's just that's it and it's like who did you vote for you know and then that's yeah. those are it bada bing bada boom you're out okay yeah moving Absolutely. on so no uh so yeah he saw his first run and jump this is jarring i've been changed changed Same. um then we they're throwing fish at each other throwing i didn't fish. really get the date i was like why are they throwing fish it's weird i don't love it i then with the fish yes. i did say there was there there's no if 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 it doesn't work out for greg there is no fish holding Tinder photo in Greg's future because he cannot hold on to it long enough. It will fly out of his hands, back into the ocean, swim to the other side, and find their own run and jump under the sea because he can't do it. He can't hold that fish. And it was endearing to a moment, yeah. but he can make a bouquet. Yeah. And I would say a good thing for Greg is that he can't hold a fish in a Tinder photo. I would say- yeah. I trust him now. I, I really, trust him now. That's where well, the Well, we have enough of those. We have enough fish holding Tinder, oh, Bumble, Hinge don't need any photos. I love, that's I an immediate love. left for me. An immediate swipe left. If you're holding no fish? a fish, I'm okay. I'm good. I know who you voted <laughs> for <laughs> and I'm, I'm sad. Hobby. It's just not my thing I saw for to me. see it on the- the the dead fish oh, yeah. But if that's the first thing you want to tell me about yourself, that's the first personality trait you have to offer me. I'm okay. So then we get a cut back to the house. Tara, if you missed this, it was the most beautiful moment of the season. I did cry. And James cried. Uh, he didn't. But I, I told him about how much we love Michael A. And like he was catching on to who everyone was. And I was like, no, we really like Michael A. And then they do this cutaway to Michael A. FaceTiming his son. My heart fell out of my butt. It was uh-huh. the cutest, sweetest thing I've ever seen. He is an angel on earth. He is the best that there is. He is the best that the world has to offer. This franchise has never seen a better man, ever. 
That's what I oh, fell in love with. I'm yeah. so mad I missed it. I have to watch it back. They talk about yeah. him all the time because obviously yeah. Katie is very, very conscious of the fact that, you know, she says it later in the episode and she has said it several times when she offers Michael A. a rose, she is offering his son a rose. And I think that is so beautiful. It was gorgeous. And he's FaceTiming him. He's having such a good time. He's like, you're, he, at the end, he goes, you're my best friend in the world. And he like sings it. I was melting. I was a puddle in my bed. I was like, you're so cute. And I just oh love him. God. We already loved him. Again, Kayla and I say it all the time. Anybody who wrongs Michael A., I'll, I'll rock your shit. Like truly. But like, give us another reason to love him more. I mean, like I thought that we had run out of them. Uh, Next week it's, oh. They give us eight more throughout the entire episode. Like, it's like everything he does is like a reason I love him more. It was gorgeous, glorious, beautiful, best moment in franchise history. Don't care. Um, Won't debate it. So Tara, I I do want to share this with you. During this part of the episode, uh, Emily and I started tracking and having a conversation. Back to Katie and Greg now. Yeah. The, well, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were trying to figure out, because my Lord and Savior, personally, Bethany Frankel, on her podcast, she likes to talk about there can only be one peacock in the relationship. And I was asking Emily, where does this fall? Is Katie the peacock? Who are these men peacocks? Is there a mixture? And to me, a peacock is somebody that is not necessarily an extrovert, but is the more extroverted in... Uh, if you're in a cocktail scenario, just kind of like uh, more adept to holding court uh, is the doer. Uh, shines, wants to shine a little bit brighter just by nature, not necessarily knows that they're better or, or thinks that they're better. It's just how that the relationship works and the balance of some something. And there's also the analogy of like having um, a kite and like being the kite and like being the string. And um, I think that for me, that conversation that Michael A had with um, his son was when uh, he shined as a peacock, somebody that is charming and is lovely and just is able to really hold you and like keep you engaged, especially on television. Yeah. Um, Because I I do think that Katie can be both. She's kind of a chameleon and, and I'm wondering where she wants to land in that and who she chooses. Well, and what I said with Michael A is that I think that he is so engaging and like the peacock in that way, but he's also so grounded because he does have a son and he is like someone who's gone through extreme trauma and someone who is like very much grounded himself within that. And he was asking, James was asking about like Katie and he was like, is she like the peacock or, or does she ground? And I was like, Katie, and I kind of noticed for the first time, Katie is very funny. I follow Katie on Twitter. I follow her on Instagram. I think Katie's very funny. I don't think we've seen that on this season. Cause he was like, I'm not really getting like a peacock, like fun vibe from her right now. And I was like, you're right. Like she, she does not, she's not been edited or shown to be this fun loving person that I actually think she is. And I think the fashion goes right along with it. Her styling has been kind of boring. Like everything that they, that the franchise has put upon her and whether it's Katie or the franchise, I don't know. I lean towards the franchise because I do follow her on social media and I do kind of feel like I have a grasp of who she is. I feel like they've edited her to be edited her to be more like bland and more just like not the shining star, especially because we love the men of the season so much to where the men are the standouts. And we feel like we love Connor B. We love Michael A. We love Andrew. We love Justin. Like we love the guys so much that I feel like Katie is honestly kind of taking a back seat on her own season. And James mm-hmm. was asking me about it. And I was like, this is the first time I've really thought this through. And especially on her date with Greg, you know, when they got into the night portion, they did talk about a little bit, they got a little bit more real as they always do. But during the day, it was kind of this like dull ish conversation. Session. Yeah. Just like vanilla. Like both of them are just average, cool, nice people, but there's not like anything crazy or funny or super fun going on so it was an interesting concept to think about because i do think of katie as someone who's super fun but i don't think the is the prerequisite to like be the bachelor or the bachelorette of the season i just think it's who your match is Mm -hmm. and like where and where because you can be engaging and like not be the peacock of the relationship it's just i am excited to see who she chooses now right 
Well, we talked about Tasha and Zach because he said just from seeing Tasha host for like four seconds in the beginning, mm-hmm. they did girl talk in the beginning. He said, "I can tell Tasha's the peacock," and I was like, yep, "She's one thousand percent the peacock, thousand percent. She is." And and I said, "I was like, and I actually think Zach is a great match for her because Zach is so interesting on his own. He's got so much going on. Mm-hmm. He's got release recovery. Like he is a good, good, good man." Tasha is totally the peacock. Zach is fun. Zach is loving. Zach is caring. But he's 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 just there for her. He's grounding mm-hmm. her. He's a really good base for her. The peacock is not mm-hmm. about the sparkle, not about the color. No, exactly. Because you can have a full, like, a colorful portrait painting, um, especially with today's art day. Yeah. But um, <laughs> just into a circle. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I I do think that it's an interesting concept. Yeah, it is. And, and that I, is so yeah. interesting. I've never, I've never heard of that. And it's like, literally just in the last like five minutes that my like perspective on all my relationships has changed because obviously <laughs> I am the peacock. You're, you're welcome. We are all the peacock. Yeah. We are, we yeah. Are everybody, peacock. everybody on this zoom is the peacock. So yeah. it's, so and even Emily's cat. Even my cat is the peacock. Yeah. Eddie's the peacock. Trust me. Luna's also Luna's the peacock. Luna's the peacock. Luna's the peacock. Um, <laughs> It's, it's so interesting because I agree with you. I think that Katie is very interesting and very fun. And that's the energy that she brought to Matt's season. Yeah. Because Matt James is interesting and fun, but like, I don't know, actually, depending on who he's with, yeah. I don't know if he's the peacock. I actually right. felt like She's- Michelle was probably his peacock now looking at it. I feel like Michelle yeah. was probably his peacock. Rachel's, he and Rachel are both kind of not peacocks. So I'm like- yeah. Very interesting. What do you think the opposite of the peacock is? What's what's the other one? It's the peacock well, and the... I, I believe it's called the peahen. Uh, I'm not a veterinarian. Um, oh, okay. But... You're not. <laughs> I'm a dog person. I'm actually deathly afraid of birds. Yeah. Um, but I do subscribe to anything Bethany Frankel says. Yeah. So Greg and her uh, have kind of you know they have the day portion and they go to the night portion and they no, talk. We've got a very tragic. Rest. We got a very tragic one arm dress. It really brings me back to 2008 this, New York City Housewives. Yeah. I can't. It's the one strap leather buckle moment over here. Not no. Oh, and they no. finally do her justice and they do a middle part with her bangs. And it looks, I mean, and then it's a low pony, but the bangs are in the middle part. It looks great. Her hair looks great. And then the outfit, tragic. Hate it. Sorry, Katie. Wow. Hate it. They really can't get um, it right. So then, no, they can't. So then they go to the night portion. Katie kind of discusses with Greg, like, I feel like you're insecure on group dates. He's like, yeah. And then he talks about, they talk about their dad. He talks about his dad, which we've heard about before. To be honest, I wasn't paying the most attention. Again, their interactions are not the most fascinating to me. Um, but they have, they have like a lovely conversation. She ends up, of course, giving him the rose, who was surprised no one. Greg is now in the top four. He gets a hometown. Great. So... And, and I think, honestly, they have shown more of Greg and Katie's interactions than her with the other men. Uh, like, we talk about with, like, her and Blake. They go, she asks Blake a question, and then the editing goes, and plays music over everything that he says. And we don't hear anything that Well, because that's the only so, thing, that's the only thing that's going to make it interesting. Because everything Blake literally. says is, like, it's, she'll be like, so, tell me about your childhood. And he'll be like, oh. The thing about my childhood that you want me to tell you about is um, like he literally starts every sentence reiterating the question she just asked yeah, and just stating the obvious. That is that is Blake. No. He constantly states Definitely. the obvious. When he got yeah. the first, when he got a one-on-one after he like came in, he went, obviously this is really good for me. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, obviously no, like he's you're like no shit no like, shit no dude shit. he was like um, and the guys are probably really upset but this is pretty good for me <laughs> it's just like what the fuck am i watching oh, right now what did i sign up for go to prison oh. so yeah greg gets the rose and then it pans back to the house where we have perhaps the most uncomfortable thing that's ever happened which is brendan being like I, if I don't get a one-on-one, I don't want a hometown. And Mike is like saying the same thing. And they're like, I don't know what I want to do. Brendan decides to pursue it. This is the most we've seen Brendan. We've seen Brendan for about 35 seconds for the entire season. We've not seen him speak. We've not seen him interact with Katie. We don't know what, we don't know anything about Brendan. So again, thought, thought he was, he and James were the same person this entire time. For like the entire time. 
So then Brendan's like, I'm going to go talk to Katie because I want to make sure that I belong here. And we're like, rookie mistake. He shows up at the door. He puts chapstick on thinking they're going to make out. Ooh, cringe. She answers. She's like, I'm so surprised to see you. He's like, I just want to talk. Whatever. They go inside. Did you know also that Brendan and Blake knew each other before this? I saw this. Um, yeah, I saw this today. But yeah. that cracks me up that like all Canadians know each other. Yeah, like how does that happen? Like, are you? All I don't know how that or... always happens. All Canadians always nice. know each other. Yeah, it's all. I mean, it's like a fully, it's fully the width of our of our country. I don't know yeah. how that they all. I don't know how they, they all know each other. But anyway, so he walks in thinking they're thinking like honestly, as nervous as he is, it seems like he kind of thinks he's like he's good. Like he he puts chapstick on. It's like you're confident. Yeah. He goes in. He's like you know, I just want to be sure that I'm, you know, that you want me here and you haven't given me a one-on-one. So I'm trying to like check, you know, the status, like, where am I at? And he's talking. And then she goes, I'm just going to stop you right there. She's like, I think you're great. I like our interactions. And then she basically is like, it's too late for us to get anywhere. I do love an outside of the rose ceremony elimination. I feel bad because I think Brendan was totally blindsided, which is crazy. Cause I'm like, you went to her place. Like you could have stuck it out and you would have gone home, but you, you went, you went for it. And she's like, I don't want to put you through that. So he's gone, which we all knew was coming, but everyone like <gasps> pretends to be shocked. And then um, they have the group date, which is Michael A, Justin, Andrew, and Blake. Uh, everybody except Mike P who gets the one-on-one later. So they go on an art date. As you know, we don't trust Blake with art dates in this home. We talk about the play penis every day. Every day, every episode. You know that we don't trust this shit. And yet here we are on an art date. And maybe they they did it so that he could redeem himself and he just... He did it. Like Justin said, he doubles down. He doubles he did, down. It was not even viewable on television. Wait, I so did like, Michael A have clay? Michael A definitely had clay. Michael, I saw that at the end. I wrote it down. Michael A got clay. Thank God it wasn't Blake. I know. Thank God. So they go on this art date. There's all this art that's like a little bit like looks like vaginas. And they bleep <laughs> that out on ABC. So they're like, it looks a little <laughs> funny. Uh, and then... <laughs> They still so, yeah, showed Michael, it though. They totally they still showed it. And it I was, was like, this is, a, this is a family network. Okay. It was florals. There's nothing wrong with a floral wink, wink. wink so wink, they all nice. then, they look at the art and then they get to make their own art for KD. We saw this last season, except this was a much smaller group. Um, Michael A gets clay. Like we said, he sculpts. <laughs> oh, first, let me say. She goes over to Andrew and uh, kiss makes out with Andrew in front of everyone on the group date. And Justin makes the face that Justin always makes, which is like, what the fuck am I watching? I wrote down Justin's face when she kissed Andrew, I'm in tears. That's going <laughs> to come back and be important later. So then Michael A has play. He's kind of giving Andrew shit about what he's, he's like, are you painting a papaya? And Andrew's like, it's my business. And they're like joking around. It's very fun. Ha ha. Guys love each other. Michael A makes a butt out of play. Wholesome. Take notes, Blake Moynes. Yeah, Just truly. make a butt next time. He makes a yeah. butt and they all make fun of him because they're like, Katie's butt, I hope doesn't look like that. Because <laughs> it's like not a very good butt, I guess. But whatever. He's a dad. Like, what was he going to do? And then uh, Andrew draws uh, sushi. Sushi. Paints sushi. It looks like the mitochondria. So yeah, he does that. He's like, we both love food. And Katie's like, haha. And then Justin does like a beautiful portrait of like a rose. And then there's all this stuff around it. And it's like about, I don't even know. I didn't even listen. He's my favorite. And I didn't even listen because I was too worried. Just dreading yeah. Blake's. I was yes. dreading Blake's, dude. I couldn't pay attention to anybody else except Michael A. After Michael A's butt, I was checked out. I was like, I don't yeah, know. Totally. And then we get to Blake and it's completely blacked out. They couldn't even show it on primetime TV because it was so phallic and dirty. And I said, did he just paint a black screen or is it blacked out? And James says, no, no, that's blacked out. Like he painted yeah. something and they- It was fully blacked out. Can't trust him. And Justin, once again, this is where my, my comment before comes back. Justin's face, when he saw Blake's art, I'm in tears. Same comment, <laughs> but just about Blake's art. Uh, all caps when I, when I make these notes about Justin's face. Because Justin makes the best I, faces. As he know. makes- he makes it 
worth watching. I love him. I'm he excited for up. another week because of the faces. Like I cannot wait to see the faces he makes about his own family. So, yeah. so yeah, he's like, Blake needs to tone it down. Like there's a lot happening here. Like he gets like a little one-on-one time with the camera and he's like, yeah, this that's when he was here. like, Blake always doubles down. Yeah. It's like, and that's where I'm like, Blake. but Katie thinks it's hilarious. And that's the thing. It's like, we're all watching and we're like, what the hell? And then we look at Katie and she's laughing so hard. And it's like, well, it is her, it is her show. Right. And I don't think sexual people can't be husband material at all. I just think Blake has an immaturity about him. I don't think that he has, right. I just don't think he has the like maturity to be a husband. I think all he cares about is like, her body and like yeah. sex and I felt yeah. I felt like that when he was on Tasha season and I felt like that when he was with Claire even and then we he's like he's like a that. teenage boy yeah he's like a teenager I'm like you have no regard for like these women as people and you just you love sex and I get it I'm like James and I were saying I was like we're both very sex positive people too like Katie like I love Katie's sex positivity I'm here for it I am too James is too like you can be sex positive, but it, it, Blake is bordering on this, on this like line of just being really gross. It's really immature. It's gross. It's immature. It's like a 13 year old. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. That's the thing. He's like a horny teenager all the time. And I'm like, you know, the thing is they really had an opportunity. If this is not the only side he has, they really had an opportunity on this season to edit him to have that more like earnest side. Yeah. And I will yeah. say we have obviously seen more because we know he's a front runner for Katie. We yeah. have seen more of that than we did on Tasha and Claire's season because he was not a front runner. He wasn't, he wasn't right for either of those women. But at the same time, it's like, my dude, what else is going on in your brain? Right. Or are you literally just a horny man constantly? It's like a 13 year old who draws a penis on the whiteboard when the teacher's out of the classroom. Like that's yes. exactly who he is. He definitely did that. So Blake was horny. That's what he got out of the group date. And then they go to the the uh, cocktail party after the group date. And she literally talks to all of them and is obsessed with all of them. And she's like, I don't know what decision I'm going to make. And every time she talks to one of them, she's like, you, I feel so comfortable with you. I just, I really love being around you. You are so amazing. You are such a great person. I'm like, she is sending someone home. Yeah. And I was getting hives. Like I was like, yes. who is she going to send home? It's one of them. And I was like, I, because it had to be literally odds are it's, it literally I has have. to be one of them because you've already given the rose to somebody. So, but we talked about this a little bit. I do listen or I do watch the spoilers that reality Steve rolls out after like I get a little invested that's just who I am I'm a little bit of a control freak I like to sort of know so the things that she was saying to one of the men in particular which well you know what I'll just say who it is because he gets the group rose date it's Michael A she was so about him talking about his son talking about all this stuff and and to be honest with y'all, Reality Steve did not predict that Michael A was going to hometowns. So I'm watching this and I'm starting to get like, I'm starting to get like mad because I'm like, she is so into him. She yeah. is, and she's saying giving right it things. to him. She is saying everything that like, we all want to hear that he wants to hear. She's talking about his son. I was starting to get mad. The whole and, thing about like the full picture, like he is like the son, James yes. is the full picture. Like and that giving up When I give a rose to you, it's also to James. Yes. It's and it was so genuine. Me. <laughs> okay. Yes, exactly. And so like, you know, as she's, as she's holding the rose, there was a little part of me that was like, it should go to Michael A., yeah. But maybe it'll go to Justin because of the butterfly portrait. And then she said Michael A's name and I straight up gasped. I was I lost like, my mind. We, we screamed. We screamed. I screamed. Because he deserves it so much. And like, I just really love the two of them. And now I'm like, 
Okay. I love, I love spoilers. I love when reality Steve is wrong even more than I love spoilers. Keeps me on my toes. I love See, that shit. Yeah. I, I talked about this. Well, I it's, don't, you know, the way that we should be watching the show without spoilers. It's, right. it's like you get shocked. <laughs> I was saying to him, to James, just, just before the episode ended, I was like, I really wish that they would start filming. Like they film and then the next week they're edited and it goes up so that there's not as much room for spoilers. I know that they, they do it like this so that they can make no. for a good arc and they can make for good TV. I don't care. I'm really tired. I've seen one spoiler of the season and it was like not on purpose. I was like scrolling through TikTok, saw a comment and it spoiled the season for me. And I'm like sad about it. Cause I don't, I used to look at spoilers constantly. Peter's season, I was like spoiler McGee. I was like, wh what happens? Who goes home? What's going on? Who wins? Yeah. I wanted all of it. After Peter's season, because I hated Peter's season so much, as all of us did, it was the worst Bachelor season. Horrible. Ever, ever. Horrible. Terrible season. Ben Flangic is the only Bachelor worse than him. He is, that is a relic. That's a old, deep cut. Old, I have no idea who that deep is. Deep cut. You don't know who it is because it was, that was the, you don't know who it is because it was the actual worst season in Bachelor history. Yikes. They will never advertise it. They will never, like, they don't, they're like, who? We don't know who that is. Horrible. <laughs> he was, first of all, very ugly. Second of all, chose the villain. A horrible season. Anyway, Peter's season was so bad and I read all the spoilers for it. And after that season was so horrible and all of the spoilers were wrong anyway, mm -hmm. I was like, I'm not watching, I'm not reading these anymore because it cuts down on my enjoyment and they're usually wrong. So I don't read them. And then I saw one spoiler for the season and it literally ruined my week. I was so <laughs> upset about it. Yeah. So I stopped reading them. However, so happy he was wrong. Yeah, because now it's like, what else is he wrong about? That's what right. I love. I love when he's wrong about one thing. Then I start to question everything I thought I knew about the end of the season. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be fun. Maybe we're in for a treat. So yes, yeah, so Michael A gets rose, thank God. Cause she literally is saying about, you know, James gets, every time I give you a rose, it's a rose for James and like James, my guest right here. And, and it's all like, she's so, they're talking about it and she's like, I'll get the juice boxes. Like she's ready to be a mom. And I'm like, exactly. if she's saying this shit and then sends him home, I was saying to James, I was like, dude, my, I don't know if Michael's gonna get it. I was like, she loves Andrew. She in this weirdly on this group date was obsessed with Justin and I've never seen a connection with her and Justin, as I said, would rather eat jeans than watch them try to connect. Like they do yeah. not have anything in common. So it was they very, very sexy kiss. they did make out and it was kind of hot. They did like, have a very sexy kiss. It was very, yes. It I've was never, never I loved it. I loved yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen a connection with them. And then he brought out the painting and I was like, I get it. I get it. I love Justin. I don't think that the two of them connect. And then also, obviously, I don't think she and Blake connect because like Blake is, is uh, the worst. So, <laughs> but I was nervous because I know that she loves Blake. I was really nervous for Michael A. So him getting the group date rose was like exactly what I needed in that moment to be like, yeah. okay, we're good. Like somebody that I care about might go home, Andrew or Justin, but like, I'm happy that Michael A, who is my favorite, got a rose for now. Something yes. is stirring in my stomach that I have to get off my chest. Yeah. If that makes sense, because they're very different body parts. <laughs> I <laughs> stomach to chest. Sure. The fact that Blake was like, you know, I'm not in love, but like I could be there. And he was still a contender, even in my mind. It's like, don't you want to woo me a little bit more? Don't you want to be like, you know, I'm really not even like, if, even if you're not in love, like, don't, I'm not saying say that. But what I'm <laughs> saying is, I'm really falling for you and I'm really getting there. Like, why are you leading with the negativity? Why are you not going straight for the, not even the compliment, but like the more positive spin of the thing. If you're really trying to woo someone, if you're really trying to get a connection with them and build something, why, why does that work for him to say, you know, I'm not in love, but you know, I could be. Totally. Keep you on your toes. Yeah. To me. Like, He's, I don't know about that to me. Like, it really yeah. hurts. He's exactly what we've always said, which is like, he thinks he's such a nice guy, but he's actually just kind of a manipulator. And I feel yeah. like- Yeah, and I think exactly he played he... on the fact that he was honest. Right. He plays on the fact that he's like, oh, I'm telling you, like, cause obviously we get people like Hunter who are like, I'm falling in love with you. And I'm like, have you ever talked to her ever? You're yeah, you're a liar. Yeah, he, he thinks that he's so, but that's the thing too, is like with men, 
straight men think that they're so brave by just like telling the truth. The bare and I'm like, telling the truth is just like what you're supposed to do. There's like yeah. other shit you're also supposed to do. Like straight men will just be like, what I told you, fuck off. Yeah. Like telling me the truth is the bare minimum of what you're supposed to do. It's not me falling in love with you because you told me not a lie. Like, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Like, do you want a cookie? Like what the fuck? So, (laughs) so yeah. So Michael A gets the group date rose and then we get the one-on-one with Katie and Mike. So they always give the most intimate date to the least comfortable person. Oh, they did this last season with Serena. It was Serena P, right? Yeah, they did yeah. that yoga close. It was and she hated thing. it. She was so, so they do it. They do it with Christian Mike, Pastor Mike. He's not a pastor, but Christian Mike. Cuddle expert. It's cuddle expert. They're cuddling. They're talking. They Katie. have to change clothes. Which yeah. Makes it more what did um what did the what did the cuddle guru call herself? Cuddle expert. No, she called herself, it was something, her name is Jean. So she called herself like cuddle something Jean. And I I meant to write it down because my mom's name is Jean. And I was like, maybe I should call my mom that from now on. Cuddle, (laughs) cuddle queen Jean, cuddle queen Jean. That's going to be the name of our episode. Cuddle queen Jean. His jaw is on the floor. No. I ignored that. She referred to herself. She goes, they call that. me Cuddle Queen Jean. And I was like, I'm out. Who, who calls you that? I would self Yeah, who called you that? I would yeah. I, th- I really I thought Katie was going to leave. Yeah, it was so awkward. And and Katie, like how she felt with Brendan, doesn't, doesn't really know Mike and felt very clearly uncomfortable with Mike. So they're on the cuddle date. They're talking. She is, her face is like deer in headlights. Like, please help me. She is at a completely different place with every other guy than, than this man. Which and we already also, knew before that was, before they even went on the date. We were like, why is this at happening? The, at the last rose ceremony. Why was, I was like, yeah. you're telling me it's not Trey and Aaron and it's Mike and Brendan. Yeah. Like, and listen, don't get me wrong. Mike is such a sweetheart. What a kind man but like they're just not right for each other the irony of her a sex positive bachelorette ending up with a virgin is interesting television but it was never gonna happen i'm sorry she's very sex positive he wants to wait until marriage and they discuss it later you know the guys when you know they cut back to the house and blake is like listen i know her this is not right for her and he you know it's the first thing that blake has said that's correct it wasn't gonna work in addition he kind of he's a great man he kind of has an oedipus complex the mommy issues kill me he kept talking about his mom he was like she's a better cuddler don't tell my mom and then he said uh you remind me of my mom and i was like i don't that's i don't like I don't while they're it, while they're like while they're like, spooning like while they're spooning it's like you remind ooh. me of my mom don't tell me that like, right now literally while no. he's in her ear you remind me of my mother like mm-hmm. I don't need that yeah, I even see my own skin crawl repeating that like yeah. I don't it, and I think there's moments where if you're if you're with someone and you're like just talking like you're not like being physical or anything and they're like you really remind me of my mom in the way that you uh, fill in the blank care about people or the way sure. that you love dogs or whatever it is I think that that can be a compliment in the right context mm-hmm, in the absolutely. context of spooning someone and being like right up next to them and saying you remind me of my mom feels weird to me yeah wow. there's already a question true. over her head of can we be physically compatible right yes. and then yes. he's like by the way you remind like, me of my mother have you ever heard of my mom you're just like oh. weird and Katie's so, like, anyway. and you stopped breastfeeding when? Was it before, right before you came onto the show? Like, like two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, so then the date breaks up. Katie and him go there, whatever. They're like separate. We see the cut back to the house, like you mentioned. And then we get back to it. And Mike is sitting on a bench. And then Katie's coming up. She's crying. We know she's ending it. We knew she was going to end it before this one on one even happened. Well, they even set it up perfectly because he says to her, I would rather 
have my heart broken than break someone else's heart. And her face is like, I mean, it's written all over her face. We're like, okay, oh, she's yeah. gonna, she's gonna end it, which we are, again, we already knew, like you said. said but you the didn't second, even need to tell me that, but sure. The producers yeah. loved him in that moment. They were like, thank you so much for giving us this ammo to use yes. against you. Cause like yes. the second they showed her face, it was like, oh my God. So she's yeah. crying. He he holds her. He's really good about it. Very, of course, kind, kind so man. Sweet. She's like, we're just not in the place. It's uh, she's like, I would love to meet your family, but I know that we're not there. And and he's hugging her, and he's like, and he's walking away, and it's a reflection. He's like, she's the best, and I wish her all the best, and she's great, and everything. So love it. It was a clean, good break. She was upset obviously more upset than she was with Brendan. She didn't shed a fucking tear when she said Brendan home. She said, no. okay, well, bye. Nice <laughs> to meet you just now. Thanks so Who much for you? coming. Yeah. Who are you? You're still here? <laughs> um, with Mike, it was like, it was emotional for sure, yeah. but it was natural. It was what was me meant to happen. We all knew it. Like, bye, Mike. You're a blessing. And and he and he's friends with a lot of the guys still. And I love that for him. I love when the guys are friends. Like, yeah, I do think because of that, like I trust, I always trust them more when they're like friends with each other. So I'm like, I trust you. Like, I think that you are a good guy. And I think like you will find it. It this was not the right person for you. We knew it from night one that this was not your person. Yeah. But no, definitely. But great, great man. So he leaves. And then uh, so I, I wrote down something I love about her is how much she just really cares for all the guys. Like even when she sent people home, like when she sent Trey home last week, she tweeted a picture of her and Trey and was like, he's just the best. Like she really likes them. There's a respect there. So much. Yeah. And she respects them. And she's just like, and it's mutual. Of, right. They all, they all say really the like same her. thing. Yeah, they all say the same thing when they leave. They're like, you're a wonderful person and I'm so glad to know you. Like, I love that. That's amazing. And I think, and I think to this day, to like months after to tweet pictures of the guys and be like, they're the best and I love this person and I think that they're great and all this. She hung out with bartender John the other night and no live way. tweeted all of it. Yeah, she did. My favorite contestant of all time. I know. So then we go to the rose ceremony and we have like 30 minutes left when we get to the rose ceremony. So I'm like, something bad is going to happen. Yeah. So Michael and Greg have roses. So they show up first mm -hmm. and they're standing there. And then we get, we get Justin, Andrew and Blake show up. Uh, and so first rose goes to Blake. Bleh. And yeah, then there's not one more rose left. Not shocking. We knew it was coming and yet still burned. And uh, like like a tequila shot. And <laughs> so we get Blake is Blake is there. And then we get one more rose. And we're all like, it's Andrew. Obviously. It's Andrew, right? I mean. And then she says, Justin. Literally, we, as she said it, as she went to say it, I said, Andrew. She said, Justin. I went, <gasps> like, audibly lost air because I was like what and like again you're hearing right now from the Justin fan club like I do love Justin we fucking love Justin but like I was in shock and awe literally James was with me we both went what that yeah been really good like it had to be they that was hot but he said right before good. he said you're right it's gonna be Andrew like because I had said I was like it has to be Andrew she loves Andrew like just yeah. to go home after yeah. she gave Michael a the group date rose I was like there's no way oh yeah and so when she and he was like you're right like it's Andrew and then it was it was Justin, Justin. it was the shock it was shocking we can't move on without just saying they really tried the best with this dress Okay. They tried. Her dress from the top of it, I was obsessed. Hot Stop. pink. Sit, it's a it, lunge it dress. A sitting yep. dress for a nice confessional or a standing dress from a nice up ankle. And oh, then yeah. the full body shot was like this weird, like hanging down like fabric swaying with her. All they had to do was cinch it right in the middle. No mm -hmm. fabric coming down, straight down dress would have been gorgeous so it's perfect. like you were so close to getting it, it right? yeah. they just great. missed the mark 
many, many times. There again, there are times when she looks stunning. Like that yeah. blue velour dress last week. Yeah. The strapless one with the rhinestone belt. Oh yeah. I really liked it. that. Loved she it. is so beautiful. And I just feel so bad for her because I feel like the stylists are just not doing any favors and it's annoying. No. So anyway. Uh, so yeah, so Andrew is just as shocked as the rest of us. And so she finally does the thing, which we get to this point where it's like, can I walk you out? And so they walk out together they're sitting, he's crying. She's crying. It's very emotional. It was very emotional, but very genuine. Like Katie was very genuine when she was like, I'm so glad that I got to meet you. And you know, you're, you're very important to me. And she even said to Tasha, um, and I think Caitlin as well, right before she, yeah, you know, I done the rose ceremony. She was like, I know who I'm sending home. And I know that when I see them, it's going to destroy me. Like mm. that's what I'm more nervous about, but she seemed pretty firm in her choice. That's why I really thought it was Justin. Yeah, I really did. I her, was shocked. Her words struck me as more genuine than her physical reactions. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I really felt like she not necessarily when they were sitting together, but when he was driving away in the car and she was like sobbing over herself. Yeah. I felt like that yeah. was a little produced. It was the car. They always do this though. The car driving away and then the person squats down in their, in their place and is always. like sobbing. And it's always. like a classic. We got the Jason Mesnick season 13 of The Bachelor sobbing over the railing. Like we've yeah. seen, we've seen all the shit that they can do. So there's running yes. and jumping and there's squatting. Running and jumping. I was just about to say. Or throwing yourself over, like, not like completely over, obviously. Uh, it's not a hazard, but like, <laughs> but like, truly like coming into yourself and like yeah. sobbing your eyes out. Very right. classic. I love bachelor. after little exercises. Right. Very yeah. classic bachelor. So no, it was though. It was the squatting down and crying. Very classic. Yeah. But you really Andrew got a two for one sale tonight, James. You really got to truly. see the full picture. Got I got the iconic moments. You wow. did. So, but then Andrew leaves and we have 20 minutes left. So I'm like, who's coming back? Who's self-eliminating? Where's the drama? What's going to happen? Like it turned out, it was just like, I mean, it was like, an, it was, it was nice, but it was nothing. Andrew comes back, shows up because she's crying over how much she's going to miss him. Knocks on the door, comes in, they talk. I just want to smile for our last moment together. Exactly. Oh, you have to say your Michael A thing too. They do a uh-huh. one on they yes. do a one-on-one mm-hmm. interview with Michael A. So uh, all all I see behind Michael A's eyes is I gotta pull it up. <laughs> all I see is Michael A's monologue, which is Katie was crying for all of us last night because we all lost someone we loved. <laughs> About Andrew. <laughs> oh anyway, truly. so but that's another moment we get. Andrew goes home, and I think all of them are surprised. Uh, Justin probably especially. But they also yeah. are like, wait, we love Andrew. What do you mean? Like, right. <laughs> so anyway, so all we get is really Andrew comes back. He's like, I didn't want to end it crying. Oh, okay, cute. And then they're like, we're happy. We care about each other. They hug. And then sneakily, Andrew pulls an envelope out of his pocket as he's walking out of the door. Uh, and as they're hugging goodbye, he hands it to her. And then he walks on. The envelope says, she opens, she gets back in. She's like, what is this? opens it it says if you change your mind i'll be waiting this bitch sprints uh she's doing the fucking 400 in the olympics okay she's like andrew and she's running down the hallway she's it like where like is he dorm room it lo- yeah why does the resort look like a- it also looks like it has bugs and it, it just it, it's it a college dorm like yeah a college dorm. College yeah dorm. Fully. Anyway, she's like running behind him he's he went through the ugliest exit hallway they could have directed him better but anyway no they literally made him go down the emergency exit stairs so she's running she's like where's andrew where's andrew okay obviously he went through this one exit that's there katie come on come on baby let's catch up so she finds him and she they do another run and jump well she says andrew and his face when she says his name when he turns around his face is like oh fuck she's here she did it she listened his face is shocked i got off the plane that was that moment so he's like what and then they run and jump and they embrace and then she's like basically if you want to stay you can't like i want you to like do you want to stay she's like trying to have five hometowns james and i are like 
Jimbo top five hometown. <laughs> the and producers are like, we didn't, we didn't budget for this. We didn't budget for five. So yeah, you they're gotta, like, you gotta pick someone off. They're like, yeah, they're like, you have to say no because we don't have. Yeah, money. yeah, they're like, um, your family's not here. We haven't quarantined them for two weeks. So no. no, so Andrew actually does the most bad bitch move that I would do the same is like, you didn't choose me, so I'm leaving. Yeah. And he makes a good point, which is like, obviously he leaves the note that's like, if you change your mind, I'm waiting. But he says then he's like, I don't want to go through another rose ceremony and do the same thing that I just did and to go home next week. Yeah. And that's where I get it. I'm like, if after this whole process, she chooses wrong, which I'm unfortunately confident that she's going to do. And she then changes her mind and she wants to come back to Andrew. That's when he'll be waiting. Yeah. Yes. But he's not, he's not waiting right now to do another rose ceremony to go through the same shit for her to meet his family right now. Like she broke up with him. And And she literally said, I can't look at your family and tell them I want this with you because I was, very heavy I don't literally she said that to him so it's like what you're gonna have him meet the family and the whole time sit there wondering like is this a show right. does she actually want to be here right i wouldn't want that who would want that i mean no. it's like the hyped up version of like when like your acquaintance or like your frenemy is like well if you want to come out you can like it's like- it's, it's- it's well invite me and he rightfully so didn't feel invited and then he left but he left on a good note this time that he felt good about which i love yeah happy for him me too so so that's the episode that was a lot it's a lot of content tonight i mean it always is right before hometowns because it feels like they're just like eliminating left right and center because they have and we actually know yeah, we like start so to know perfect. who she's actually going to have connections with, but we start with like eight people. And then it's like she's gotta cut half of them, pretty much, yeah. and be like, gotta go, bye. It's yeah. yeah, like seven or eight people usually. So that was a lot, but I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see how it unfolds. I, I'm very excited to meet these four their families. Did I tell you that my best friend Danielle like is from the same town as him like went to school with his younger brother yeah um something like that she told me she told me recently about their connection and someone she knows does know their family and um said like yeah he really is as genuine as he seems like that is just that is who he is but they remembered like when his wife died like Mm -hmm. that was a big deal like people knew about it in their town and stuff so crazy but I was like wow what a weird small world that like she is like six degrees of separation from this guy so crazy who, who i am obsessed with yeah who we all who i would love. like lay my He's life become on. america sweetheart i mean oh, like, i would not be surprised i don't want to say this because i don't want to put it into the ether that they don't end up together but i would not be surprised if he was the next bachelor that's exactly what i said to james today i said if he does not win he will be the bachelor so happy that I was once again for the second time submitted tonight. If you want to submit me, please do DM me for my measurements. They still do ask. They still do ask how much you weigh, which is so disgusting. Um, that is bachelor, despicable. Bachelor franchise, go fuck yourself for that one. Yeah, but I do was better. Submitted. I was submitted for the second time this evening. Please continue to submit me so that I can. If Michael A does not win, God forbid, Michael A is not engaged to Katie then I get to go try to be engaged to Michael A. So. <laughs> because he should, he should absolutely be the bachelor. Thousand percent. And that's where also I feel like people love Greg so much and they're like, Greg should be the bachelor. He doesn't win. Nah, I don't want to see Greg's bachelor. I don't want to no. see it. I don't care. No. He's boring. That's, that's a lot of people thought Ben would be. Benny wise. Like that's a snooze fest for me. I agree. Like I said earlier. Michael A. Want. Yeah. Michael A would give so much substance. He's a great bachelor pick. God forbid he doesn't end up. With I know, him, but I know. You never. Know. But I hope. I I hope that that he is at least a contender. Um, if um, you know, if he doesn't end up with Katie, but definitely. he like he would just be so refreshing. And I agree. I would like to see a season that is not cookie cutter, like all the same women we're used to seeing. And to circle back, that starts with the weight question i would love to see some curvy women on this show 
And can we what like is the not, deal? can we not ask people's weight? Like there's people, have you seen those charts? It's like, this is what 150 pounds looks like on like 80 different people. And it's all different body sizes. You cannot tell anything about a person by their weight. That yeah. is the shittiest question ever. Agreed. I'm, ever. I, I'm floored that it's still a question considering the, the small, but you know, significant strides that they've made to diversify the casts you're you're seriously still asking people how much they weigh and like they ask for your instagram they can look at pictures of you yeah so it's like you're looking at what i look like you know what i look like like who cares it's just so stupid my friend texted me and was like they want to know your weight and i was like they want to know my what like yeah <laughs> like are you insane it's so tired like we're, we exist in a very body positive society right now. Do better. Do better. Do better. It's disgusting. So anyway. Uh, anyway, let's move on. We will talk about some so bachelor. Hopefully I would love to see, I would love to see Michael A if he doesn't win, which uh, I will die I know. if he doesn't win. But I know. Um, yeah, so the bachelor nation tea is just that like our faves are going to be on paradise. Yes. Trey, Aaron, James, who we thought was Brendan. We thought that they were one person. And then wait, who is the other one? There is one more. And Connor. And Connor. Yeah. And Connor. Yeah. Of course. Okay, and then so Faves yeah, so from last Connor season. B. Yes. Well, we have like, we have like Brendan, my Brendan, who I love. And then we have Ivan's there. We have. Uh, is Riley so there? Many. Riley's not, but Riley was rumored. So I think Riley will probably show up. And I think Dr. Joe will also show up. Dr. Joe. I fucking hope Dr. Joe shows up, please. So well, we anyway, want so to find love. So the most recent are those four uh, that we lost last week. Rip, but I'm so excited to see them on Paradise. I did say though this week, I was like, I don't think Connor B is going to find his match in Bachelor Nation. He's a little too quirky. He's a little too pure. But I do, I do love seeing him on my television. So I am excited. Oh, absolutely. There was someone he was standing near. Let me look at this. There was someone he was standing near that I was like, oh, I actually could totally see this being a thing. Well, a lot of people were saying him and Abigail. That's it. But they were standing uh, right. Yeah. They oh, were no, like, no, no. Actually, Abigail would be a great her. choice, but he's standing near Victoria P. And Victoria P., we didn't really get to see a lot of. Um, I did really you. like her on Peter's season, but like, because we only caught a glimpse of her and then she left, I was like, huh. We kind I of need a redemption know. arc for her. I kind of need to see more of her. I don't know. But I feel like a lot of people are shipping him and Abigail. I don't know. I actually think they're too similar. Like we were talking about with the Peacock thing. It's like, you need somebody who's kind of your, not your opposite, but somebody who's like grounding you versus being the peacock and I feel like yeah. they're the same so we'll see but we'll see what we'll happens see. to all of them I think I mean Victoria Paul did comment on the bachelor in paradise photo and said we are mom and dad and I'm like oh okay are you are, are you, you mom and dad? Um, either way Trey and Aaron are such paradise folks that I'm so happy to see it happen oh there are so many people way. here that belong in paradise I cannot wait it's gonna be so fun and having watched the most recent season of, of paradise um, I forgot who Tajwan was, but she was the one who called one of the twins a pigeon over John Paul Jones. And I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to see what happens with you. Who are you going to call a pigeon now? Or will you just recognize that like there are peacocks on this beach? They might be peacocks and not pigeons. Who's to say? Peacocks versus pigeons. Peacocks and not pigeons. Peacocks versus pigeons. Let's go. But with that said, it was a really good episode. I honestly enjoyed it quite a lot. I love the episode before Hometowns, and I love basically every episode until the end from now. It, this is where it gets interesting for me because I so actually know who week, you are. So it's next week, the Men Tell All? Is that next yes. week? Men Tell I, All that's and my, Hometowns. That's my favorite episode. Yeah. I say this every season. This is my favorite episode, the Men Tell All for me is it. And I'm so excited because... We have an audience this time. The men tell all and women tell all from the last two seasons have been boring as absolute hell because there's no audience. And I believe there's we have nothing. an audience this time. So I can't wait. So I'm really excited. It's going to be very fun. And we get to see hometowns and we get to see these four men, very interesting group, people that we did not expect getting hometowns. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a very interesting, uh, interesting time for Here sure. We go. 
But I'm thank so you excited. both for joining me. Thank you of for course. having me. Absolutely. James, thank you for being here, James. You're welcome anytime. Please thank continue so watching. Much. I would love to discuss. <laughs> let's let, let's see how far the bug takes me. It was a very thrilling night. So thank you so much. It was thrilling. so much fun. So uh, with that said, please um, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen uh, at Don't Insult My Intelligence. And also follow us on Instagram at Don't Insult My Podcast. And um, if you're going to leave us a review, make sure it is nice. Before we exit, I have to tell you, we watched the, the first episode of Paradise from last season and my friend Sarah you know, they obviously give the trailer of what's to come, you know, oh, yeah. in the in the whole season. And she sees Paul, John Paul Jones go, Don't insult my intelligence, Derek. And she goes, can we watch that again? What was that? And I was like, that's the name of my podcast. And she was that's like, shut name. up. I said, don't insult my intelligence is the name of our podcast. She always, was beside herself. I always forget that we got that from John Paul Jones. He said it and I was like, oh, wow. I forgot. Don't thank insult you. my intelligence, God. Derek. I thank that king every day. Um, anyway, with that said, yeah, leave us a review. If it's not nice, I'll delete it. So take with that what you will. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.